Welcome to Reading Past Our Bedtime. Again. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to talk about some fun stuff. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah or maybe we didn't about... do anything. Right? Yeah, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do so we've, we've it's got a it's a what am I saying it's a warm day today what are you <laughs> drinking and eating <laughs> okay so I couldn't decide what I wanted to drink so I've got two nice. I have have you seen this lemon perfect water no it's I mean big surprise it's lemon water um, this one has also pineapple and coconut flavoring, Ooh. It's like a slightly sweet kind of lemony water and it tastes delicious. Mm-hmm. I think it's got like xylitol or, oh, it's stevia. It's sweetener. Stevia oh. in it. Yeah. It's got a little bit of sweetener. And then nice. I have been, I'm not going crazy. You're supposed to shake it a little bit. Um, oh, I was like, why are you drinking right? upside down? <laughs> so I've been really loving these um, probiotic sodas. And my the one that I'm trying today is Culture Pop uh, Strawberry Rhubarb. Okay, I love probiotic sodas too. And I've never seen that brand. Yeah, so it's have to brand it. new. Brand, brand new. Right? And then um, I also got a little crazy, you know, ooh, so crazy um, <laughs> for my Jeez. weekend. And I decided to attempt making um, lemon bars from scratch. Oh, yum. I thought oh, that was yeah. cheese. Right. I mean, you know, 50-50, either something sweet or it's cheese. Yeah. Characteristic cheese, right? you know. That's awesome. I love lemon bars. They're so right? good. Yeah. yeah, Chelsea always loved making those. Mm. They turned out not bad. Next That's time I'm awesome. putting more lemon in them, though. <laughs> yeah, all the lemon, zest, and the other stuff, essence. I don't know. I saw on um, TikTok, there's a place where you can go and buy. It's just a whole ass lemon that they stick a candy straw in and then like you suck the juice out of the lemon through the straw and because the straw is candy it kind of like sweetens it and it's basically like Whoa. the worst lemonade okay but like it sounds like lemon and sugar is there like a water essence nope it's just wow. a full fucking lemon it's like a you take the lemon you roll it so it's a little juicy mm-hmm. and then I mean, they cut off um, a little bit of the top so that it's easy to put the candy in it. But and then like you just kind of suck on the candy and suck the juice out. And as you're doing that, it kind of like breaks down the inside of the lemon a little bit Mm -hmm. so that you can get all the juice. And oh, it sounds so fucking amazing. It like makes my mouth pucker, (laughs) but also like it gives a whole new meaning to like go suck a lemon. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. 
a candy straw with a lemon. Right. That's cool. I've never heard of that. What about um, you? Are you eating anything fun and exciting? Well, yesterday I went to dinner with some work peeps at this restaurant called Die. I don't remember what it's called. And maybe I shouldn't say. But it gave me a major tummy ache and I was up all night and I haven't really been able to like eat Oh yeah. much. I had some saltines and my stomach still hurt. But just like last time, I was majorly craving watermelon. So I Instacarted um, a watermelon, watermelon water, which I am drinking. <laughs> Finally have my watermelon water and watermelon popsicles, plus some more <laughs> saltines and another type of popsicle. But it's mostly watermelon. It's just all watermelon. It's watermelon yeah. on watermelon on watermelon. <laughs> exactly. So I, I did have a quarter of a little watermelon. Um, and it was delicious. So maybe, juicy. Right. Maybe you need like potassium or something. Is, hmm. is watermelon pretty high in potassium? I don't know. You're the nurse. I know. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look I'm it up. It. Hold on. Everyone always talks about bananas being high in potassium, but right. Cause I've heard a few times that like everybody talks about bananas being high in potassium, but there are a few things that are actually like higher than bananas yeah why is it i'm typing in is watermelon and the first thing that comes up is good for you yes (laughs) bitch it is yes bitch eat all the watermelon (laughs) right okay hold on (laughs) um what was i gonna say oh fuck i forgot oh yep it says watermelon actually reigns supreme when it comes to potassium (gasps) Just two yeah. wedges or about an eighth of a melon, you'll get 640 milligrams of potassium. Okay, it's let's see. It's also a good source of vitamin C, A, and lycopene. And so my watermelon water has 50 milligrams of potassium. It's 2% of my daily value, I guess. Apparently. Oh, wait, no, it actually has four grams because apparently... This is two servings. Which is so dumb. It's so dumb. So back when I was in music school, before juries or basically any performances, I always ate a banana because it's supposed to help like calm you. And I don't know if it's the potassium or like what in the banana, but yeah, I'd always eat a banana. (laughs) Maybe that's why I don't really like bananas anymore. Right? Now I'm like, who do we know that has a job where they get really nervous before they do something? And we could give Hmm. them a banana and a wedge of watermelon, (laughs) which makes them feel more calm. (laughs) Yeah, we'd have to have two. And then plus a um, one where they don't have either, right? And a control. Exactly. Uh Uh-huh. This is pure science here. Which one of our friends will let us experiment on them? (laughs) I mean, I don't know if there's any one of our friends that has like a high pressure, nerve wracking job. That's true. Hmm. I know. The next time that I'm in an emergency situation, I'll be like, time out, everybody. Let's all have a banana and then a wedge of watermelon. Actually, half of you will get watermelon. Half of you will get bananas. And I'm not going to have anything. <laughs> and they'll be like, um, we need to call 911, not like have a fruit salad. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is science, guys. I'm like, fine, I'll put away the fruit knife. <laughs> yeah. Do you, would you cut your banana up? No, the watermelon. Yeah, the watermelon. Yeah. Although when I was living alone, I would, I multiple times would just buy a watermelon and cut it in half and then just start eating, like spooning it out oh. and not even worry about cutting it up. I think of doing that. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's wonderful. Except if you buy a full size watermelon, <laughs> eat half of it. And then, yeah. Isn't it kind of a diuretic? Um, I honestly don't know if it's a diuretic. I know it gave me the shits. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend eating half of a large watermelon in one sitting. Doesn't diuretic mean like makes you poop? Makes you pee. What is the one for makes you poop? Laxative? Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was thinking. It's like a laxative, which is um, not why I ate it. But right. I think I'm not sure if it's that it's a laxative in and of itself or if it's the fact that it has such a high water content and that uh, you put like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The combo. Yeah. <laughs> What have you been reading? I have read. Okay, I'm trying to. So I read a shit ton. <clears throat> nice. Um, breaking news: I finally finished a thousand ships. <gasps> dun, 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 and it was dun, really dun. good. It was oh. it was really good. Um, I was not having an issue finishing it because it was bad. <laughs> it was more that. It, it, it's a story about women during war and after war and like it's war is all kinds of wrapped up in it. And um, sometimes I am not in the mood to read something that's going to make me sad or like pensive. Sometimes I just want to, you know, zone out and read something where two people fall in love and live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's why that took so long, but it was really a good book. Um, And if you have any interest in Greek mythology or, um, you know, the Trojan war, I would definitely recommend it. It was, mm-hmm. it was really interesting. Nice. Finally finished it. Right. Um, cool. And then so I I also read a couple of rom-com books. Um I really liked the X Talk. That was cute. Um and the book that I've been kind of like obsessing over, like my brain won't let it go was mm. Fourth Wing. Mm. Did you mm. talk about that before? I don't I don't I don't know if I have. Because it was one, um, no, I think I told you that I had read it and thought it was good and that you should read it. Yeah. And you told me the X talk too. Yeah. 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 
but is fourth wing yeah. a fantasy book it is it's a fantasy um new adult so it had and it has dragons Ooh. okay yeah. well that and is I like that that freaking book and now I'm just obsessed with dragons for you know the next oh, 20 yes. years or whatever well I read a few books not a whole list of them but <laughs> the first book I read because of our conversation on the last episode I got Across the Wide and Lonesome Prairie, The Oregon Trail <laughs> Diary of a Young Girl, um, or of Hattie Campbell, which I don't think is a real person. But yeah, um, it was like, I was surprised how many like passages I remembered from that book and how distinctly familiar it was reading it. Right. And there totally was like a child. Well, first of all, her like best friend that was 14 married another 14 year old. But <laughs> you were right. There was like a 12 year old or 13 year old that married like a 30 something year old with three children. It's just so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was there was there the thing with the um people that were collecting like veggies or whatever? And they yes. Hemlock. And it was the lockjaw. Was it hemlock? It was hemlock. And oh well, God. they died. A few, at least one kid died. Another one, her crush, like, didn't die, but he was unconscious for a very long time. And, like, um, yeah, he had some lockjaw. But, yeah, it was crazy. And people wonder why we're fucked up. It's because we were reading shit like that. Yeah, we're like, uh-oh, am I going to get lockjaw? Am I going to eat this hemlock? Right. Actually, hemlock looks very much like Queen Mary's lace. Is that Queen what it's Lan called? Queen Anne's lace. Queen Anne's lace. Yeah. So don't get them mixed up. God. <laughs> um, and then the next book I read, um, it was a graphic novel called Tetris, The Games People Play by Brian Box Brown. And this was about the history of Tetris and it was really good. Like I had no idea the history of it, obviously, and <laughs> had a lot of history of like Nintendo and just like the different gaming industries and their competition and how everybody wanted rights to Tetris because it was such an addicting game and um, about how like the person that invented it was in Russia and it was like the USSR times and um, in the communist government, communist, communist government, um, people couldn't just like do business on their own. Like it all had to go through the government. And I, I don't know. I just wasn't aware of that. And so it was very interesting. And I love Tetris. So I don't think that it would have occurred to me that something like Tetris was like a like I, I'm, tr I, the words are stuck in my brain, but like it, it wouldn't have occurred to me that something like Tetris was such a big deal. It was huge, yeah. Like, I remember it being popular when we were kids, but well, it was invented yeah. like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and oh, what I was gonna say. Oh, there's a movie on Apple TV. Tetris is the movie <laughs> and it's about the history so I want to watch that too I am crazy freaking 
I'm I'm still so freaking um bitter that Apple TV won't just like let me log in because there's something I tried to log into Apple so that I could watch Ted Lasso because Ted Lasso keeps showing up on my TikTok mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my god I need to watch this it's it's adorable like it's it. fun um and I tried logging in and it's like oh no there's something wrong with your account but uh we aren't gonna help you get into your account and I'm like but but what am I, I have, I have, what, what do I do now? Stupid fucker. Is it your Apple account? Yeah. Cause I had an Apple account like 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have one because that was the thing. I forgot I even had an Apple account and then I tried oh to sign God. up and it was like, you have an account, dumbass. And I was oh. like, oh, okay, well let me sign in. And it's like, no. Yeah, Apple is like, I remember having to change my email, I think, or something for my Apple ID. And it was really difficult to update. It should not be that difficult. Update. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then the third book I read um, is called Wild Game, My Mother, Her Lover, and Me by Adrienne Brodeur. And this is a nonfiction book. about the author growing up with her mom and her mom waking her up one night and being like this guy kissed me like it was a family friend and basically pulling her daughter to be a like conspirator um to help her have this affair and (laughs) yeah it was very good and very interesting and the mother um she her name is malabar very weird name but she is like a chef or a cook and you know this is a real person so i haven't looked her up but um the way that she writes about her mom's cooking and stuff it was like really oh i don't know i just really like the way she wrote about oh. it you know like food writing yeah. can be really good i was like oh i want to make something delicious right i yeah. can't remember what i have read recently but there've been um a few things where it's like just reading the way that somebody describes food in a book I'm like oh my god I need to go cook something right now because that Mm -hmm. is so magical yeah yes so I enjoyed that a lot and it was just very complicated and yeah mother-daughter relationships are complicated um and now I'm reading a book I'm more than halfway done with it it's called night bitch (laughs) Um, i don't know why but i find that yeah yeah so it's about a woman who was a artist um her and her husband had a baby and she decided to be like the stay-at-home mom and she's like slowly like losing her mind being a stay-at-home mom just like in she's bored or like just frustrated her husband is away like every week and comes back on the weekends for work you know he's away Uh and so she's like feels like she's raising the child alone (laughs) and she starts to think that she's turning into a dog um she notices like she has a patch of hair growing on her back and her canine teeth are growing longer and sharper and she begins to like grow a little tail thing which is like a cyst I guess I don't know um (laughs) and she's like telling her husband like I'm turning into a dog and he's like 
acting like she's crazy, but it's crazy. Like, um, she with her son, she like plays doggy games and will like they act like dogs and they like drink out of a metal water bowl. I don't know. It's just like so funny. And like she got her son to finally go to sleep like bedtime by having him sleep in a dog kennel. Like <laughs> I don't know. It's just ridiculous, but it also like is very feminist and like exhibit or like looks at the um the responsibility of women to be like the caretakers and um yeah just assume that role in most situations right yeah i think that equally sounds like it would be an interesting read but also it would be way too trippy for me it's really good (laughs) (laughs) so far i mean i'm not done but i really am enjoying it yeah so that's all i've been reading right i have not started any new books yet i'm okay I'm like in this limbo where I've finished a whole bunch of books and now I'm like, okay, what what do I want to read next? Also, the only thing that I want to read is more dragon shit. <laughs> Don't read Aragon because that's boring. See, I had thought about reading it, rereading Aragon, but yeah, I don't know. I could not relate to the protagonist at all, I think, was the problem. and Right. It's been such a long time since I read it. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to read next because, yeah. (laughs) Although, stuff your Kindle day is tomorrow. Okay. I was going to ask you about that because I saw that on TikTok. Okay. So, like, what – how does that work? (laughs) Okay, so um, apparently the first thing is that it is technically stuff your e-reader day. It has nothing to do Mm -hmm. with Amazon. It's a whole bunch of authors who all decided that their book is going to be free for one day. Um, So because Kindle is like the most popular e-reader, it just kind of translates over to stuff your Kindle day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's... There is a website that lists all of the books that are free, and there's also a way that you can just go on Amazon, and um, you can go and look at all of the available ebooks, and then just um, uh, sort. There we go. And then you can sort it by price, uh, lowest oh. to highest, and it'll just show you all of the books that are free. Um, and it's tons of different genres. Is this going to start like 12 o'clock Pacific time or nine o'clock East or 12 on- o'clock Eastern time? Right. I'm honestly not sure when it starts, which I just plan to tomorrow, like on my lunch break or something, mm-hmm. um, start like looking and then on all of my breaks. And once I am done with work, I'm just going to keep stuffing my kindle oh my gosh i'm excited okay so is it only through amazon the books like the ebooks no you can do it um with other e-readers and other um like other platforms apparently i've only looked into how to do it with the kindle because i have a kindle yeah yeah 
but okay i'll have to do some research when we're done recording because i definitely want to stuff it right yeah that's exciting so our discussion today yay okay so our discussion today is about audiobooks specifically because in I did not read um fourth wing I listened to it on an audiobook oh. and part of so the thing that happened was I was working on a puzzle and I'm not good at working on a puzzle just like by itself I need to be listening to music or listening to a podcast or something and I saw like Fourth Wing was available through the library, right? Mm -hmm. So I downloaded it and I was listening to it, doing my puzzle. And then I was like, oh, I need to, I need to be going to bed. Um, but it'll be fine because I'm just listening to my pod or to my audiobook. And um, mm -hmm. I'll listen to that until I'm tired and then I'll I'll go to sleep. Not a problem. As yeah. it turns out. Listening to audiobooks before bedtime is just as dangerous as <laughs> reading a book before bedtime. Who would have thunk? Who would have thought? I mean, just, yeah, no, I'm like laying in bed, staring at my phone like a freak, being <laughs> like, what's going to happen next? Uh, yeah, after I think two and a half hours, I was oh like, my oh my God, I need to go to bed because I work in the morning. <laughs> But it started this whole thing for me, which anytime that I listen to a good audiobook, it starts this same convo in my head about audiobooks. So instead of having this conversation with myself, I'm going to have it with you. <laughs> okay, nice. For once, you're not going to talk to yourself. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so one of the things that I did not realize was a thing until I was like on book talk was there are some people who don't consider listening to an audiobook as reading the book. That's very ableist. Right? I mean, because it's just you're consuming the book one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. either way, I am absorbing the story yeah yes. so that was one of the things where which obviously I'm like no if you're if you're listening to an audiobook it's it's the same thing it counts but the thing yeah. that I always get hung up on is what do you call it when it's an audiobook because saying that I listened to a book feels funny hmm. but I also don't like being like, oh, yeah, I read an audiobook lately or yesterday, you know, like, oh, yeah. What do you call it when you are well, like audiobooking? Your good audio question. Audiobooking. <laughs> I mean, I think I've heard people say, like, I listened to this book or I read this book and then like be like, oh, yeah, well, I, you know, it was an audiobook. I don't think it is weird to do it either way right because I no, think no. so many people listen to audiobooks now yeah especially since they're becoming more accessible with like 
I mean, it's still expensive on Audible, but they're more accessible mm-hmm. through like libraries. Um, I mean, that's generally where I get my audiobooks yeah. is I get them from the library. Yes, that's probably where I would get mine, but I don't actually listen to audiobooks because I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel like I, the imagery, I guess I could probably still have the same imagery that I have when I read, but I am prone to like stop paying attention and then be like, oh shoot, like where did I stop paying attention at and missing important stuff. Right. That yeah. is so in order to listen to an audiobook, I have to be doing something else as well. And it has mm-hmm. to be something that doesn't require my like brain power. So yeah. I'll listen to an audiobook. I'm suddenly super productive when I'm listening to an audiobook. Like oh. I clean my house, I do my laundry, I'll clean out my car, all wow. like all sorts of stuff because I need to be doing something. I need to be like engaging my body so that my brain can just like so that I don't feel like I'm just sitting here. Is that ADHD? I I think it might be. But it's like cuz I there's something that feels weird to me about where whereas I can sit and read a book, right? Yeah. Like I can sit and sit here and be like, mm-hmm. but with an audiobook, I have nothing to f- like fix my eyes on. And so yeah. I feel like I'm just sitting here and like if somebody were to <laughs> like like if I'm sitting on the couch listening to an audiobook and somebody walks in and it's just like a dark room and I'm like staring at the wall. Yeah, that might be weird. Right. So like I I have to be doing something when I'm yeah. listening to an audiobook. And like my thought is like, well, if I'm just gonna sit and listen, I could just be reading it with my eyes. Right. So like I guess if I wanted to be like doing stuff and reading, listening to a book would be make the most sense. I mean, I listen to so many podcasts. I don't know why it's different to me. Right. Which I think that that just hit like that just hit the nail on the head for me as what it is that I enjoy about audiobooks and why I listen to audiobooks is I listen to them when I want to be reading something but I can't read something because I have to do other things. Yes. Like that makes it sense. feeds my addiction. <laughs> <laughs> it feeds your book addiction. Right? <laughs> like I, I am addicted to being entertained. <laughs> um, same. <laughs> Is that a problem? I don't know. No, no. Okay, so... I mean, I assume that you've listened to some audiobooks. Yeah. Have there been audiobooks that you did enjoy? Yeah. So when I was a kid, when we went on vacations or trips, like in the car, we would always listen to audiobooks. And so, like, when I think of audiobooks, I think of like road trips with my family and mm-hmm. like listening to books. But I honestly like can't remember really much, many books. Um, but there's one. It's the 
oh god what is i think it's called the secret life of bees oh i and i've not read that but i i watched the movie and it made me cry and i don't want to read it oh i forgot there's a movie yeah it's incredibly sad but i've read that book a few times and listened to it and like the narrators readers are just like it's really good yeah and i forget that that like adds another aspect to like the story and the setting and all that too is like how people talk yeah how people talk and because i i wouldn't necessarily say that i have had any audiobooks where the narrator was bad but I have had some where it just didn't like mesh with how I how I was picturing it like the the voice or the cadence or like the tone just wasn't meshing for me with the book yeah um and my aunt um so my aunt does um audiobooks when she goes on long car rides as well mm-hmm. and she told me once I, she I don't remember which book it was but she was trying to listen to like it was like a thriller book like a murder mystery book and she was on her way somewhere and she'd had mm. to pull over like two or three times because she was so tired and just had to take a quick nap and oh. it usually didn't take that long it wasn't usually that rough for her to get where she was going and it took two or three attempts of listening to this audiobook before she realized that it was something about the narrator's voice. That oh it was my god! Like lulling her to sleep. Oh, that's hilarious. Right? Which is great for some things, not when you're driving on a road trip. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like she was so scared, like she couldn't. which was another (laughs) thing that it was like just the irony of the fact that it was this book that's supposed to be like thriller and scary oh yeah kept falling asleep that is so funny oh my goodness (laughs) yeah I think what about you do you have a favorite audio I do it's been a long time since I've listened to it um but I don't know, 10 years, eight years ago. Oh. Um, it was it was another book that I downloaded from the library. It was mm-hmm. what was it? World War Z. Oh wow. Are you serious? Yeah. The zombie one? Yeah. Oh. Um, so hold on, let me double check that's what it's called. Yeah, so it was World War Z, um, and I had downloaded it because it was available. It was an audiobook, and um, I was doing a lot of, like, I was working at Guide Dogs at the time, and so there was a portion of my day where I was just doing, like, a lot of um, dishes, a lot of cleaning, that kind of stuff, and I just wanted mm-hmm. something to distract me while I was doing that. And I didn't expect to really enjoy it. I thought it would just be something that kind of entertained and distracted me for a little while. Mm -hmm. It is so well done. 
it's like voice acted. It's not just like regular oh, narration. Cool. Um, and it is so well done that I, there were times that I was like, I want to go do something so that I can listen to this book. Oh, um, yeah. And there were times where I was forgetting that this is a fictional book Holy about God. a fictional event. And I was like drawn into it being like, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tell me more about how <laughs> zombies ended up being created. And oh, my God, it was just so freaking good. <sighs> yeah, I keep That's meaning awesome. like it's on my list of something to read again. Um mm-hmm and you know probably listen to um again I don't know that I don't know that I will ever actually read the book because listening to it was so fucking good yeah like we should do an episode we should do an episode where the book we read isn't we do it as an audiobook yes that would be so fun yeah and see like how the experience is different right I would love that we should do that yeah. I don't think that we could do that for our next episode because we've already picked the book and I own it. In like I do too. Form. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, we'll have to figure that out. I remember you also talking about um, Aristotle and Dante. Yes. And Aristotle and Dante. Lin-Manuel Miranda yep. was the narrator. Yeah, was that really was good. another one. Um, yeah, that was another one that I, that one I listened to last year and it was really good. Um, I also really love Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm -hmm. Um, like, I mean, he could shit on the floor and I'd be like, oh my God, that's beautiful. Can uh, (laughs) give it him an an award, please. Dude, Um, we've talked about poop so much this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we do. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so, but yeah, it was, it was such a good listen. It's another, I honestly think it's another one where I would, I prefer listening to it. I don't think I would read the book mm-hmm. because I enjoyed listening to it so much. Yeah. With Fourth Wing, I would read the book. Okay. I will probably at some point read the book again before the second one comes out. Um, for the Aristotle and Dante, I think there's a second book, and I wonder if he also narrates that. There is, and he does, and I haven't listened to it yet. Good, because <laughs> it would be weird to switch narrators, you know. Right? Yeah, yeah. it would be. Anything else you wanted to talk about audiobooks? I think that's it. I think it was just mainly like, I love them so much. I don't listen to them frequently because... I have a hard time. I feel like I have a hard time really connecting with some of the narrator's tones. And mm-hmm. um, there are certain, there are only certain types of books that I generally like to listen to um, as opposed to read. And so it's one of those things. And it's, it's also so easy to just kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Like lose yourself in it. Like, mm-hmm. I already find it easy to lose myself in a book, like a paper book, let alone an audiobook. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where I'll go months without listening to an audiobook and then I'll listen to one and be like, oh my God, it was so life changing. Why isn't everybody <laughs> doing this? Yeah. That's so funny. 
Yeah. I think like so many people love audiobooks and I I hope that it's not as like a thing where like oh it doesn't count as reading because why like be like pushing people out of enjoying books like right what's the point yeah 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 it's I feel like it's along the same lines as like bullying people for liking certain types of books like why why would it matter if I prefer to listen to a book rather than read a book or if I prefer to listen to or listen um, if I prefer to partake in young adult versus contemporary literature or like you know if if reading is my escape from reality rather than how I am learning about current affairs yeah like yeah Totally. I think it's just another one of those gatekeeping things. For sure. It is. And we do not accept it. We love audiobook readers and listeners. And <laughs> and yeah. audiobooking. Exactly. We love audiobooking and we love audiobooks. <laughs> yeah. It's right. <laughs> Should we talk about our book this month? I think so. Okay. So, um, yeah, this month, one of us read. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Throwing me under the bus there. So, um, yeah, this month, um, our book was The Golem and the Genie. Ginny? Ginny? Um, by Helen Wecker. And, um, yeah, we had our very first DNF. Yeah. 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 So I finished it a couple days ago. Um, you struggled though. I did. I struggled. Um, yeah, I, it wasn't as hard for me to get through as, um, the survivalists was, but it was definitely another situation where I was like, Oh my gosh. I'm I'm <laughs> going to finish this book because I feel bad not finishing it. But it was hard. I knew I would finish it. I wasn't sure I would finish it before we recorded the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, so I bought it on Kindle and <laughs> it said like this book is 800 something pages and I was like, "Oh god." That's a lot of pages. Like, I have not read a book that long in a very long time. And I was immediately overwhelmed. And then Katie's like, no, it's actually like 400. I'm like, okay, well, that's like doable. But then I started reading it. I only, let's see how far I got. (laughs) Okay, so I got to page six. (laughs) And then I was like, "Mm, I just don't feel like reading this. And... I kept telling myself, like, I'll come back to it, but I just, like, was not in the mood and could not do it. Right? Yeah. So that was something I enjoyed the premise of it. Um, So I really, really love reading books that have to do with, like, folklore. Um, And so having a book about a golem and a a genie um, was a really 
like wonderful, awesome thing that I was really excited to read. Mm-hmm. And then I started reading it. And it was a bit slower than I generally like. Um, like I I like to be getting to the meat of not the meat of it, but like I would like to be fully invested in the book within the first couple of chapters. I don't want to have to continue being like, okay. I know it's going to get better. I know I'm going to like this. Like, I don't want to yeah. continue having to convince myself to read it. Um, And it was just a little slow. Like, we were halfway. It was halfway through the book. I wish that I had actually, like, marked where. Um, But half the book was gone before they even met each other. And oh. I was just kind of like, okay, I'm... I get it that there's like a lot of character building to be doing right now, but it was a bit slow for me. And then on top of that, I was also having a bit of a difficulty with the, um, with the mood of the book Mm -hmm. because it's, it's not a dark book or anything. It's just, it's not a happy peppy rom-com with people bubblegum book right exactly Mm um and it was a really hard month I like there were things that happened at work that made me really sad there were things going on in my personal life that made me really sad and I did not want to read something that was not going to put me in a bubblegum state of mind yeah So that was really difficult Mm -hmm. where I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, okay, I want to know what happens with these characters because I'm starting to get attached. But at the same time, there isn't the like witty back and forth um, and happy ending that Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to get if I read a certain type of book. Yeah. Yeah. So like I – I don't really feel like I have an opinion of it because I got not very far at all. And like, it's a book I think I'll try to read again, but it might be one that takes me a while. Like a thousand ships took you a while. (laughs) It might just be something that like, I have to be in the mood to read. Right. Which was the main thing for me, honestly, if I had not gotten sick for like a week in this month, I probably wouldn't have finished it because while I was sick, I was able to just kind of bang out two or 300 pages of it. Um, (laughs) Nice. You know, and so by the time that I had like gotten to the point where I'd read half the book and been like, okay, I'm starting to get like starting to get attached to these characters, then it was a little bit easier to be like, okay, I want to know what's going to happen next. But Mm -hmm. um. I, yeah, I think that was the thing for me where I realized, actually, I'm going to back up. Uh-huh. Um, I realized, <laughs> I think today or yesterday, that one of the things that I was having a hard time with was I really liked, Um, so it's Ahmad. It was really fun. Like his story, I really enjoyed. Um, Shava, 
I had a hard time with because I wanted her to be more like outgoing. I wanted her to be more. Um, Is Shava oh. the genie? Uh, she's the, the golem. golem. Okay. Um, and so I wanted her to be more. Honestly, I wanted her to be more like a mod. Um, oh. and I think one of the things that bothered me was the fact that when I'm reading a book, I like to put myself in like, I don't want to read about people who I can identify with. Oh, because I already know how I would react in certain situations. <laughs> like I, I would like to be in the mindset of somebody other than myself. And I think that there were a lot of things with Shava where I realized like, Oh, I think she was just a little too close to my own personality for me to oh. really enjoy. Interesting. Right? Which You're I like, mean, this is too real. Right, exactly. I was <laughs> like, this clay person is entirely too real for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But yeah. Ahmad, what did you like about Ahmad? Um, I guess. I guess it could boil down to the fact that he was kind of the opposite. He, I don't know. He just kind of followed his emotions, did what he wanted. Oh. And I really enjoyed his story. So the, the book is the point of view of the book changes from Shava Ahmad, um, the wizard slash um he wasn't a rabbi he didn't make it through rabbinical training school um i can't remember what but essentially the master like the wizard mm -hmm. slash master and then there was a little bit also from the point of view of um somebody who had been um possessed by a another type of gin um and i don't remember where i was going with that because i got a little bit oh lost well, i was on... asking you like your favorite character and then you were telling me the point of view changes oh yeah from those characters. so yeah i just i did like a mod um Oh, there we go. That's where what? I was going with it. I know, I'm like trying to track. Like, are you glitching? Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> but there's a there's a story in there. Oh, I think it's probably the fact that his storyline had a little bit more romance. Um, oh yes, of course. But That's yeah, <laughs> but there was a storyline in there that was actually kind of it was it was fairly tragic. Um, oh. with him and a. A, a human woman that he would visit in her dreams and um you know how he ended up being trapped and yeah I just I think I think part of it was that I felt like there was a lot more lore incorporated into his story mm -hmm. than there was in Shava's okay interesting yeah yeah and the lore and is romance. like the fun part oh and the right. romance of course yeah Always like fun. i i like being swept up in other cultures folklore and learning about how 
how other cultures kind of explain things and stuff like that so yeah yeah definitely I I would give the book I did give the book a solid like actually now that I I was gonna give it a three stars but I think I'm gonna give it 3.5 stars um Mm -hmm. it would get more so it got the extra 0.5 because towards the end I really was invested and I wanted to know how the book was going to end. So it got the extra 0.5 there, which I almost never give anything five stars. So that's pretty damn good. Um, (laughs) But it was detracted a little bit by the fact that it was a bit slower on the, in the beginning initially for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry we can't really talk about like the story and the meat of it and everything. Like, I mean, technically I we could. Technically we could. And I, I just be like, ooh. Not to. Ah. Um, no, there is a okay. second book. Um, oh. So it's because it's a series. I don't know if I knew that when um I bought I it. I think I saw that it was a series. Okay. Or something. Yeah. So when I was at Barnes and Noble a couple days ago, because, you know, when I'm bored, I just go to the bookstore. Um, (laughs) But when I was at Barnes and Noble a couple days ago, I saw the second book and I will probably read it just because I want to know what happens to them. (laughs) Yeah. Just for like clarity. Right. It's like, uh, right. It's like, um, the morbid curiosity that you have for how people you knew in high school are doing. So you get on <laughs> Facebook and you're like, I wonder how so-and-so is. Oh, they got married. Good for them. And oh, they've got a cute little baby. And oh, they got fired from their job as right? a policeman. Oops. <laughs> um, yeah, that too. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, um, there's a thought bubble. Hold on. Oh, it seemed like the book was very, like, it is rated very highly. So, like, I have no doubt that, like, it's a good book. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And it's something I would probably like. It's just, yeah. Mood. Mood read. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the difficulty of being mood readers where even if it's, like, the best book in the entire world, if it does not match the mood you're in there's it doesn't matter yeah I feel like I go through phases and moods and like sometimes if I'm not in the mood or if it's a really long book or it's overwhelming it just feels like homework or work and that's the last thing I want reading to be right yeah yeah Reading's mm-hmm. my escape from all of the heavy homework worky type stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Shall we talk about our next book? I think we should. I'm Yay. excited about it. Yes. Oh. So we are going to read When Women Were Dragons. Yay! 
Um, Who's the author? It is Kelly Barnhill. Okay. Yeah, so I, as soon as this book came out, I, like, wanted to read it, and it just sounds really good. And it also sounds, like, similar to the books I've been reading about, like, women and stuff. So I feel like it'll be a good next book to read for me. Right. Um, I also, like, pretty much as soon as I heard about it, wanted to read it. Um, did not read it as soon as I heard about it because I am prejudiced against hardback books. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so when I was at Barnes and Noble the other day, uh, same day that I saw the second Gollum and Genie book, um, I was like, oh my God, they finally have it in paperback. No. <laughs> so yes, I'm very excited to read it because it sounds really good. Um, because yeah. if yeah, it's it's about women who turn into dragons. And so, um, of course, it's right up my dragon fixation alley right now. Yes. And is it like modern times or? Um, I don't know. It no, it's set in 1950s. OK, yeah, yeah I'm so... I'm really excited. Yeah, the blurb says a rollicking feminist tale set in 1950s America where thousands of women have spontaneously transformed into dragons, exploding notions of a woman's place in the world and expanding minds about accepting others for who they really are. Yeah, that sounds very similar to like the books I've been reading. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but this time we're reading about them becoming dragons rather than dogs. And like, oh, yeah, that's true. And I love dragons, so. And you love dragons. I'm so excited. Yay. Yeah. Um. So please, please be aware that for the next, like, at least six months, I'm just going to be all about dragons, almost as much as I am about narwhals. <laughs> nice. We love oh, yeah. all of them. We do. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's all. You can follow us on Instagram. We don't really post very much because... I'm not we very suck. good at social media. We suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we we're at jump on that millennial bandwagon. Yeah. But you can find us at reading past our bedtime again. Pod. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> remember the name of our Instagram. You'll find us. Just look up reading past our bedtime again. And yeah, keep listening because it's fun, right? Yeah, it's fun. And the next book's going to be so good. Yes, it's going to be so good. It's going to be amazing. Dragons. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. It has dragons in it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, and the cover art is beautiful. It is. Mm Yeah. It's past your bedtime. Might be a good idea to get some sleep. Or read a book. Okay, so we you were telling me, reading, right? Yeah, you, well, you read a thousand books where there, I mean, a thousand books. <laughs> <ships. laughs>